and so it went. The players smiled and shook Dale's hand, but Dale could see the question behind all their smiles. Does this kid have what it takes to play for the Eagles? Dale knew he'd have to prove himself. To Dale, the practice gym was like another world. The place was huge and perfectly equipped. Soft light came from windows high above. On the floor, assistants were passing balls to players. Other players lined up for shots. Dozens of shoes squeaked on the spotless floor. Dale's chest was tight with wonder and excitement. You're here! You made it! A voice inside him cried out. Will walked up beside him and said, Looks good, doesn't it? Sure does, said Dale. I've never seen anything like it. Hey, it looks like we're going to be roommates, Will went on. What? Dale said. Don't take this personally, buddy, but I'm getting my own place. I can afford it now. Sorry, man, Will said. The coach wants you staying with me. Dale was upset. Well, that's just too bad, he said. I'm on my own. Will nodded slowly. Okay, he said. Go ahead and tell the coach that he'll be taking orders from you now. Dale gritted his teeth. I've never heard of any pro being assigned a roommate. Why do I have to? Because you're the youngest guy the Eagles have ever signed, Will explained. If you stay out of trouble, you can get a place by yourself. What makes them think I'm going to get in trouble? Dale grumbled. Will gave him a long look. His voice was cool as he said, Let's just see if you last a week. Hey, Curtis, one of the assistants called out. Come over here and shoot some foul shots. Dale sank one shot after another. As always, just the feel of the ball in his hands made him feel better. The night his father had walked out, he'd headed straight for the gym. There, the comforting pock, pock sound of bouncing basketballs blotted out the memory of his father's shouts and his mother's tears. Sometime later, he came home exhausted and fell asleep in minutes. If his mother was still crying, he didn't hear her. Dale peered out Will's front window. Still no bode. He should have arrived hours ago. Dale couldn't wait to move to his own place. Will had rules, a lot of them. Yet Will himself was generous and smart. He told Dale a lot about his teammates and how they played, and he seemed to know everything about the rival teams. Dale was at the window again when a rental car pulled into the driveway. Bode, he yelled. He ran outside just as his brother opened the car door. For a moment, the brothers just stared at each other. Bode was six eight, an inch shorter and forty pounds heavier than Dale. His arms were covered with tattoos. A thick scar encircled his wrist like a bracelet. Dale smelled alcohol when he hugged Bode. Get on in here, he said to his brother. You hungry? Got lots of stuff to eat here. Nah, Bode said as they walked inside. I just want to be out of that car for a while. I'm going to get you a car, Dale said excitedly. Something real cool with leather and everything. That'd be real nice, Dale, he said as he grinned at his brother. 
Look at you, a rich guy. It's like a dream, huh? As long as I don't wake up, it's okay with me, Dale agreed. Fine-looking place, Bode said as he looked around the large living room. That TV is as big as a fireplace. There's nothing like that in the hole. We didn't even get cable. Dale punched the remote until he found a basketball game. The New Jersey Nets were playing the Miami Heat. I'll get you a TV, too, he said, even bigger than this. Bode smiled. You got a good heart, kid, not like most people. But now that you've got money, watch out. People you've never even heard of, so-called friends, they'll all be calling. They already have, Dale said. I changed my number yesterday. That's the smart thing, Bode said. Never trust anybody except your own flesh and blood. Dale turned.